Welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel, a Quantum Leap podcast with Sam and Dennis. We are coming to you from our top secret headquarters at Project Quantum Leap, but you can find us online at fwwquantumleappod.com or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fate's Wide Wheel. And please do us a favor by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes. Hello, everyone. Uh, We here at Project Quantum Leap wanted to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving to start off with and also give you a brief episode here for the holiday week. Um, Basically, we had a conversation, uh, sort of a segue out of some other things we were talking about in one of our recent recording sessions that has some important information that we wanted to discuss uh, and opine about. So uh, this episode is going to be condensed. It doesn't focus on one specific episode of the program as our other episodes have. Uh, This is something that's just more focused on uh, a little tidbit of information that came out uh, about a week ago or so. So uh, we hope you enjoy. As always, uh, we are open to your feedback and uh, love to hear what you have to say. So please feel free to uh, reach out to us, uh, especially about this particular topic, because I think that it's something that uh, Quantum Leap fans in particular uh, probably have a lot to say about. So enjoy this uh, abbreviated episode and uh, Uh, Have a wonderful, happy holiday, and uh, we will be back uh, with our regular scheduled full-length episode next week uh, for the purposes of discussing Disco Inferno. Right there. Well, one other thing that we, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to do this right now, because maybe we don't have time for it, but we do want to address, as many fans probably are aware, that Donald Belisario at the L.A. Comic Convention a couple of weeks ago announced that he has written a script, a Quantum Leap script, and uh, he and Scott Bakula were on a panel, um, and he announced this, and just threw it out there, Um why don't we just quickly sure share uh, some thoughts, uh, Dennis? Go for it. My my thoughts in short are almost an identical thing was said at a at a similar con back in 2010. I don't think Don Belisario was there, but Scott Bakula mentioned that Don Belisario had written a script, and unfortunately, as he was afraid of, he's going to be too old to return the role of Sam, and so it would probably be a reboot. Um, and so this just sounded close enough to that, and nothing obviously came out of the that announcement in 2010. I will uh, I will believe it when I see photos from the set. Yeah, I, even then I'll believe it when it airs. Uh, um, yeah, well, and you know, of course, the rumor mill is already chugging along, talking about a Netflix it being like a Netflix original or something like that. Um, I, I, you know, I have conflicted feelings. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm fine with there not being anything else. I don't want to reboot. I don't, you know, I just, at this particular point in time, I feel so good about the show that was that I don't need to see someone else come in and reimagine the show. Just tell me a different story. Just tell me, you know, there aren't a lot of reboots, quite frankly, that have actually worked. When I'm thinking right away, all I can think of is Galactica. I can't think of a lot else that I'm just sort of like, man, what a great reboot. Well, I mean, and, well, Battlestar Galactica. In television. In television, I'm yeah. talking about yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Battlestar Galactica, I, that's one of the, the series that I've, it's on my list. I've never gotten around to seeing it. Uh, I've heard, it's great. I'm sure that I would enjoy it. I think it benefits from 
the original series was not all that well known. It, it, it was more well known that um, it was bold for a network at the time to do such a outright science fiction TV show. The original series is not remembered much more for beyond that. So there were not expectations for the reboot series to live up to. No, and the reboot show is completely different. You know, I mean, it really is. There's, there's character names are the same, the two opposing forces are the same, and the situation of kind of like, you know, being on your own is the same, and everything else is completely different, you know? And, and, and I don't need to see that in Quantum Leap, just tell me a different time travel story. If you're going to give me Quantum Leap, then you damn well better make it a sequel. And that doesn't mean that Scott Bakula has to be in it. That doesn't mean that Dean Stockwell has to be in it. That doesn't mean that Sam Beckett has to be anything other than the guy who got lost in time once upon a time, and now we're trying to figure out how he did it. Fine. But if you bring Quantum Leap to my screen and have a, you know, a new actor playing Sam Beckett and a new actor playing Al Calavici, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch the first episode out of curiosity. And if, and if you prove me wrong, by all means, please do so. But my gut instinct is to say, I will not watch it. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. I will probably give it more than one episode. Um, Quantum Leap having been so much part of my life, I'll probably stick with it. Like, even if I hate it, I will probably hate watch it. Uh, Can't do it. I tried with, you know, Star Trek Discovery. Sure. We talked about that recently. I was like, I I tried to watch it, and I was like, I can't do it. uh, But it... uh, And I want to like that show. I would would like to see a reboot, and some fans may see this as sacrilege. I want it taken out of Don Belisario's hands. I want... I want to see the same story, but I want to see a fresh perspective on it. I want to see it from a storyteller who's not afraid to do a serialized story. Like, make it those individual episodes that Quantum Leap was, but don't be afraid to do a serialized story. Don't be afraid to do uh, more difficult stories trust your audience, trust that they will get the premise so that you can do those more difficult stories. Um, and like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I would rather, I would rather somebody come along and reboot Journeyman, you know, that, that time travel show that mm-hmm. was what you're talking about. It was serialized and it was very much, you know, and a lot of people compared it to Quantum Leap because it was the only thing that was remotely like Quantum Leap that was on TV at the time. And, you know, and that show, it was good and it didn't get a fair shake. It, you know, nobody watched it and it was canceled after half a season or whatever. It was and, I, I, didn't like, have, I didn't have cable at the time, so I didn't even. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think it was on CBS or something. Uh, actually, I thought it was on NBC. Maybe it was on NBC. Uh, Maybe it was on NBC. But, but anyway... Uh, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, tell a different time travel story. I think what what came almost close, and I know you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, Source Code. Yeah. Source Code plot feel, it's probably as close to a Quantum Leap movie as we'll ever get, unless yeah. they actually do bring something. What's interesting is after the movie, which was a moderate success, I believe, in 2011, they were going to... Make a TV show, right? They were going to make yeah. it a TV show, but then I think they fell back and they're just going to do another movie. Mm. And I don't know whether 
Jake Gyllenhaal is going to do it. The the premise lends itself that they could the lend the, the well, premise no, he lends might be itself. busy being Batman apparently. Oh, that's new to me. Yeah, uh, well, there's all the rumors yeah. about Affleck not wanting to do it anymore, and so uh, apparently they're quietly looking at Jake Gyllenhaal. That's interesting. Yeah. But the the premise of Source Code lends itself if they wanted to bring in an entirely different actor, it would. Yeah. It would completely work. I just, like I said, I think that you know a sequel series, uh, if done well, and as I say this, all I can think of are those terrible freaking Knight Rider sequel TV shows that they tried to make in like the '90s or whatever, and then there was the one like ten years ago or so. But anyway, they they, they were terrible. They were just awful. awful well, awful the, the, the theory, but yeah. they were done in such a way that they didn't need David Hasselhoff, you know. And it's like if you if you give me a good quality sequel series that doesn't necessarily need Scott Bakula, I might be on board for it, but I would still question why. My fear would be is that, uh, you know, Quantum Leap, at the beginning of it, Sam, the character, was in his early to mid-30s? No, I, you know, that's the funny thing. Actually, Sam Beckett is technically in his 40s. He would have been in his 40s. Yeah. But but even, like, the actor, to, to, to fudge that a little bit, yes. he's still in his 30s. There is such a push now in TV to make the main character of a show in their 20s, and I'm afraid that that's what they would, that's what they would do, is they're, they're going to make Sam Beckett or whoever the new character is. Somewhere. Oh, he's going to be like a child prodigy who graduated from MIT when he was 16 and had his seven doctorates by the time he was 20 and, mm-hmm. you know, created Cro- Project Quantum Leap by the time he was 23 or 24 and he started leaping around when he's 25. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what they would do. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, even, I just, even in, in that, and this is in, the, in, in Matt's book where they referenced when they were going to reboot the series back in the early 2000s, they were going to use Sammy Joe, yeah. a character introduced in the last season of the, of the series, but they were going to fudge her, her time... Line and they were going to make her ten years younger than what she should have been. Yeah, and that was a directive from the Sci Fi Channel where the series was going to air. It was like, no, they really wanted uh, an actress in her early to mid twenties. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I I I feel bad because I would much rather be the person that that looks at something and says, you know give me a reason not to like you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm going to just, I'm going to be predisposed to like, that's how I was with Discovery. Like, I approached Star Trek Discovery saying, give me a reason not to like you. Mm-hmm. And eventually they did. Um, and, and it sucks because there's so much I liked about the show. You know, the new characters, the, 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 you know, the exploration of all sorts of different things that they've never really done before, but unfortunately they don't know how to tell a good story anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where they lost me. It's like, you can have a, the, the most diverse cast Ever and that can certainly be attractive to me because I want to see that on my TV screen. But if you're not going to tell me a good story with those characters, then why do I care? Mm-hmm. You're doing them a disservice, and that's how I would feel about Quantum Leap. It's like if you're going to if you're going to give me this new show, it better be good. Otherwise, why why should I watch it when there's so much other stuff out there these days? You know, I mean, there's there's stuff I, I haven't even watched the new Punisher TV show. You know, which I which I want to watch. Now, granted, it just came out two days ago, so whatever. But it's it's one of those things where it's like with so many shows out there, I can hardly keep up as is. Now you're going to take something that clearly means a lot to me from my childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we have a podcast about it almost thirty years after the show debuted. Clearly, we're fans of the show, but I'm not going to just sit here and watch it just because it's Quantum Leap. Fair enough. I will watch this because <laughs> like, I will hate it. Like uh, speaking of the, another time travel story is uh, I love the the Stephen King novel Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. When they made the miniseries on Hulu, 
I went in almost certain that I was going to end up hate watching it. And sure enough, yeah, I ended up hate watching it. I hate watched all eight episodes. Yeah. But I just wanted to see what they what they did with the book that I enjoyed so much. Yeah. I mean, look. If it comes out and we're still doing this podcast, which it probably won't because we'll be done in like a year and a half, but if 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 it comes out before that or if there's rumblings of it, then clearly we will watch it and we will talk about we'll it. We'll do a reboot podcast on Fate's Wide Wheel. Yes, exactly. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'll get to my China Beach podcast or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making sure. <laughs> um, but there are so yeah, there are so many shows you could do a podcast about. Yeah, that don't either don't have one or 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 maybe only have like one. Mm. And then there's like you know Star Trek, which has like eighty. Or Doctor or, Who, already which now there. has like 50. Uh, I'm sure there are times. Whatever. I, I, I love Doctor Who. It crosses my mind sometimes since we've started doing this podcast. It's like, I just want to go like, oh, I wonder if there's a podcast about this TV series and look it up. And I haven't yeah. I haven't done that yet. Uh, the other day, I was just looking for something quick and easy and uh, uh, familiar on Netflix the other day while I was cooking in the kitchen. Like, the Twilight Zone popped up on my Oh, screen. yeah. And I was like, oh, like, I've seen so many, but I have... I have Far from seeing every episode sure. of the Twilight Zone. There's a damn good Twilight Zone podcast out there, actually, that oh, I really it? like. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll have to remember the name of it, but it's great because he um, kind of does what we do, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's a really, really well done podcast, actually, um, and, and they're usually pretty short. They, you know, shorter than we are, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was I was a big fan of, uh, of it. Um, what the heck is the name of it? I wish I could remember. Uh, oh, the Twilight Zone podcast. Well, oh, there you go. Well, you're going to do that. Easy when, enough. When you get the first one, um, when, you're fr- when you're the first Quantum Leap podcast, you right? just call yourself the Quantum Leap podcast. And when you're the third Quantum Leap podcast, you call yourself Fate's, Fate's White, White Wheel. Wheel. And he's been going. He's been going now for like six years. Uh, and he, you know, he's not been uber consistent with the release of episodes, you know, maybe like one or two a month sometimes. Uh, but it's great because he's got some great interviews. He's got one episode, which is actually a lecture that Rod Serling gave at like UCLA in the sixties. And it's fascinating because it's just like Rod Serling talking about TV and producing mm. TV and writing the Twilight Zone, and then he's got uh, one that's an interview with Rod Serling before the Twilight Zone aired, mm. talking about the show, and it's fascinating hearing him talk about how like he dodges some of the politics and stuff, and he's just like, we're just making a sci-fi show. And you know Rod Sterling in the back of his head is thinking, oh, I'm doing a lot more than making a sci-fi oh, show. Oh, God, yeah. But I'm going to tell you that that's all I'm doing, because if I don't, then mm. my advertisers are going to bail on me. Yeah. But it's really cool, because just hearing about, like, TV and the way that TV was made at the in the dawn of television, you know, in, in the early fifties is is so cool. And thinking about how Rod Sterling started off as like a writer for TV in Ohio, like that was a possibility because back in the day, local networks created their own programming, and that mm-hmm. was you know nowadays if you're going to write for TV, you have to go to New York, California. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can't write TV from Indiana, you know. And so to, to just think, you know, 60 years ago, you could be in a, in a small market in Wisconsin writing television. And if something gets noticed, next thing you know, you're on a plane to New York, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it's really cool. The history of it is, is always fascinating. That, yeah, you'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's, it's a good podcast because it does go beyond just the episodes. But when he does talk about just the episodes, it's really good. It's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we have digressed enough. I think uh, we, you know, as far as...
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you've heard or have any questions or comments, don't be shy. Reach out to us online at www.quantumleappod.com or Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Fates Wide Wheel. And remember to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you may be listening. Until next time. And time I want to stay